Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. How to better deal with emotional trauma as a man. I'm going to start with today's podcast with saying this. I am definitely not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. However, 15 years of being a personal trainer and working with hundreds of clients along that time has helped me to understand a fair few things about us humans and a fair few things, especially about us men. So I feel that I have a little bit of information, a little bit of experience to share with you on this topic. And again, I'm not coming from a place of being an expert in this area, but I think it is important because mental health and men and mental health seem to really have lots of challenges and issues that come up, I feel that it is my duty and my responsibility to shed some light, to bring more awareness to this topic, and hopefully I can add some value to you as well based on my experiences. And I believe that us men are expert-level pretenders. What do I mean by that? I believe that us men are expert-level pretenders we are exceptional at selling this idea that we are okay, we are doing fine, and we have lost this ability to, and I don't know whether it's just a society expectation, but it's almost like we have lost our ability to be open and honest with ourselves first and foremost and with other people that Sometimes we're just not okay and sometimes we have shitty days and sometimes our mental health is not the best and we don't, I feel like there is a lot of pressure uh, for us guys to always have to always be coming up with answers to questions and I don't believe that it should be like that and I believe it's it's this pressure that we have put upon us that leads to lots of psychological and mental health problems with us men. And it's typically very surprising. And when we hear people that take their lives and you usually hear from friends, men that take their lives sadly, and then you hear from their friends and their family. And a lot of them are so shocked because they had no idea that the person that took their life was struggling so badly with their mental health. And this is why I believe that we are expert level pretenders and we put on our game face, we put on a brave face to the outside world when we're actually not doing the best with our mental health and we're actually suffering big time inside. And I think this is one of the main reasons of why I felt it was necessary to bring light to this topic. And obviously, it's not one that is in obviously entertaining. It's not exciting. However, it is very, very important as mental health and mental health issues are very, very close to my heart. As my wife's mother tragically took her life when she was only 15 years old. So 
the idea of mental health and suicide is very, very close to me. And that's why I feel so compelled to bring up these topics quite often. And no, they're not the most fun and they're not the most exciting to speak about, but yet they are super, super important. And I have realized working with hundreds of men is that we allow our past traumas to weigh us down mentally. And of course, then that translate that, that usually translates into our physical health as well and the deterioration of it because one happens with the other. I mean, the declining mental health goes hand in hand with obviously a declining physical health as well. And this is something that I have noticed over especially the last three, four years when I have dedicated my entire work, my online coaching business, the DadBod Project, to just working with men is that I have realized that we carry a lot of baggage in the form of emotions with us, us men. And I feel that but out of the sex, the sexes, females and males, I feel like we do a much poorer job than women at expressing this and i think women do a much better job on at putting their hand up and being like i'm not doing well and i'm not doing okay and i need help whereas we men we think that we need to come up with all these answers we think that we always need to be okay until we're not okay and then it's like fuck we're in this situation where i need to pretend that everything is great even though i feel like total shit so i want to bring up an example of belief system and a, an example of what I have learned over the years of me coaching my clients and me diving into my own therapy with my own psychologist and, and something that I have learned that has been quite quite profound for my clients, myself, and I think will also be for you. So back in 2016, for the audience that are listening in from Australia, we have a pro surfer that we are very proud of by the name of Mick Fanning. Now, Mick Fanning was in a pro surfing competition in South Africa, and he was very, very close to being attacked by a what looked like a great white shark. And it went all around the world and, and this pro surfer was like literally centimeters away from being attacked. And for those of you that haven't seen, anyone that usually gets attacked by a giant shark doesn't usually have a chance at all on, in surviving. So he got very, very close to being attacked by the shark, having his life ended. And he spoke about in some interviews that I've watched, he spoke about the nightmares post-event that he endured and being having nightmares of being attacked by a shark and obviously the, the trauma that was attached to it. And he actually returned back into the water only six days after that almost attack by a shark. And that was crazy to hear of someone that had such a near miss with a shark. You would think that anyone in their right mind would be like, I am never, ever going back in that ocean again. I mean, I reckon that that's probably what I would have said. But nonetheless, he got back into the ocean six days after that attack. And one month after his encounter with that giant ass shark in the sea, 
he actually competed in another pro event. Now, why am I bringing up this story of Mick Fanning and his belief system and his trauma that happened where he almost lost his life to a giant marine animal? How is it that he re rebounded so quickly? And he got interviewed, and in one of the interviews, he said something quite profound, and he said that things happen and bad shit happens to us all the time. And it's not so much what actually happens to us, it's how we react to them and what they mean and the meaning that we give to the moments that happen to us. And that was really, really profound because if someone like Mick Fanning, who almost lost his life to a shark, can develop and create a story in his mind that says like bad shit happens all the time and, and, and how you deal with it and how you process it and what belief system you create out of it is what actually matters. Now, very easily, Mick Fanning could have been like, no, I'm never going in the ocean again because that could mean that I will get potentially attacked by another shark or almost attacked by another shark. But instead of doing and telling himself a limiting belief system like going into the ocean is going to cause this, he just told himself another story. And I think that this is a really important point to make is that whenever a particular moment happens to us, we can either, we have one of two options. We can believe that it's the worst thing in the world and we'll never recover from it and it's, it's going to ruin our life forever and it's going to do all these horrible things for us because we went through this particular moment or we can choose to believe another story. We can tell ourselves another set of belief systems, which is this happened and what are the learnings that are going to have from it? How can I do things better in the, in the future? And what am I going to do about it to prevent it from happening maybe in the future? And it's a completely different perspective on looking at it. And I guess that is one of the main ways of how I have learned and how I have helped coach my clients to understand and deal with traumatic events and helping them to simply see it from a, a slightly different perspective literally changes the way that we look at it. And if we change the way that we look at it, we change the way we feel about it. And if we change the way we feel about it, we can literally make profound lifelong changes to these kinds of perceived events of trauma and these perceived events of things that have happened in our past that we would rather forget. And I have also a question for you. And I ask this to my clients many, many times. I mean, how many times have we all been in this situation where we have had something terrible happen to us, entering whatever example, you have hundreds of them, no doubt. How many times have events like that happened to then somewhere down the track or somehow down the track, you was, you thought to yourself like, fuck, I'm so glad that I went through that moment in time because if I didn't, then it wouldn't have opened the door to this. I wouldn't have met that person. I wouldn't have been going down that road. I wouldn't have been able to do that. I mean, these kinds of moments have happened to every single one of us. And we have then reflected back and been grateful that we went through that challenging time because if it wasn't for that, then all of these other things wouldn't have happened. And I mean, this is just another example of changing the story around what we're telling ourselves and changing the belief system around the particular event.
so that we no longer have to continue to drag this emotional baggage through year on year on year. And obviously, as we get older and more experiences, we tend to pick up more and more of this to the point that it becomes physically and mentally exhausting to drag this. So this in my opinion, and in a lot, lots of therapy sessions that I have attended has been one of the mo- most profound ways to better deal with emotional trauma as a man, period. And my, my psychologist happens to, happens to say, and he's spoken so many times about changing the meaning of a particular situation, changing the thought process, and therefore changing the outcome. And literally, it's just a belief system. It's a set of words. It's a story that we have believed to be true. But if we sit for a second in this idea and we just question why is it that it needs to be like this, if we can believe that this event causes this to be felt, then we can also change and flip the script and we can look at it from a completely different angle. We can look at it at an angle from more of gratitude and we can start to come from a place of appreciation. Now, look, this is not to be confused. What I'm saying shouldn't shouldn't be confused with pretending that everything is always amazing and, and, and looking at it from a, oh, everything is always positive and positive thinking attitude. And it's not... This is not the attitude and this is not the information that I'm trying to portray because the truth is this. I mean, there is just shit times that happen and there's just bad things that will happen to each and every one of us. I mean, that is life. So what I'm not selling the idea on is just pretending that everything is amazing and just disregarding bad shit that happens. That's certainly not what I'm doing, but what I am suggesting is that how to better deal with emotional trauma and emotion and triggering events is to look at it from a different perspective because looking at it from a different perspective will help you to be open to the idea of the things and the benefits that you're potentially missing out on because you continually keep telling yourself the story that this has equaled this, that's bad. That has equaled this, which is shit. This has kept me, kept me stuck. This is the reason why I haven't been able to do that. I mean, these are just lists of stories and these are just belief systems that we create in our mind to give a sense of identity and purpose to the situation. So if we can look at it from a negative, it's destroyed my life. This is the reason why I haven't been able to do this, this, this kind of perspective. Then I challenge you to look at it from a slightly different angle. And again, not to pretend or minimize the situation. And and that's definitely not what it's about. But if you are interested in living out your true potential with your physical and your mental health, it is your responsibility to do this as an exercise because otherwise you will stay in victim mode. Otherwise you will stay and you will live a life that is suboptimal to where you truly could have been and you won't achieve the amazing shit that your life has to offer. And that just comes from just a slight shift of perspective on how you view certain situations. So I hope that you got value from today's podcast, from today's training. And I hope that this is going to help you to look 
at these particular events that have happened in your life or maybe that are still continuing to happen your li- happen in your life i hope hope that it helps you look at it from a different perspective because again if you can change the way you look at things the way you look at things change and it's all around your belief systems and your set of stories that you have believed to be true and if you know someone else that needs to hear this information if you have a friend or a family member that needs to hear this information, that I encourage you to share this with them and give them the gift of this information so that they too can be liberated with living the best version of their health. And it all obviously starts with the mental health because if you come from a better place and optimize your mental health, then automatically by default, it means you're going to optimize and improve your mental i mean your physical health as well so i hope that you got value from this i had a ball delivering this information and again it's not really one it's quite dark and it can be a little bit sad and a lot of emotion and trauma attached to it i I certainly get that but i hope that you got value from this and i hope that it makes a difference in your life so that is it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. I hopefully you are having a beautiful start to the week. We'll jump on tomorrow for another training. We'll jump on tomorrow for another podcast. But I sincerely appreciate your attention and I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic as well. So hit me up in the DMs and let's continue this beautiful conversation. Have the best night of your entire life. Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words Dad Bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBot to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word DadBot and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.